yo, yo. Check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Every single Wednesday is Wellness Wednesday, and today we are catching up with something that was uh, highlighted from the 13th to the 19th of June, but I think should always be a highlight. This should not just be relegated to a week, but it should be something that we focus on all the time. World Allergy Week took place between the 13th and the 19th of June, focusing on anaphylaxis risks, treatment and prevention. Now, we know that anaphylaxis is a severe life-threatening allergic reaction to food, insect venom and medications and around the world the number of people who experience anaphylaxis is rising so we are talking about uh, and trying to drive the message home today the quicker anaphylaxis is treated the better and here to tell us more the ex uh, the uh, expert in the field is uh, professor jonathan peter who is the head of division of allergology and clinical immunology at krotiskir hospital the university of cape town professor Jonathan, welcome to Good Up FM. Thank you very much for having me. It's, good morning to you. It's so good to have you here. Um, I think hopefully we are going to inform, educate a lot more people today and potentially save a few lives as well. Shall we begin with what exactly is anaphylaxis and what causes it? Excellent. So anaphylaxis, the key about it is one thing is the fast onset. So it's an acute onset of illness. Mm. And what we see is it tends to involve the skin or mucosal tissue, and people will be familiar with this. It often gives people very intense itching, mm. redness, and sometimes even welts or like swollen, swollen tongue or lips, thing we call angioedema. So that often accompanies it. And then anaphylaxis, in addition to avoid, uh, av- like involving the skin and things, will involve another system. So mm. people might start feeling short of breath and having a wheeze. They might start to feel dizzy and even faint or collapse. And then the other thing is that they might even, and we often forget about this, but they might start experiencing severe abdominal cramping and sometimes vomiting. Mm. So those symptoms, so it's the acute onset of those things, and then often the, the skin plus one of these other things, collapse and dizziness, shortness of breath or vomiting, that should alert somebody to the onset of anaphylaxis. So what are the causes? What brings on these symptoms? Right. So that's a good, excellent question. So the first um, are obvious things, right? So a a venom sting. So people will often be familiar with that. Like you're stung by a bee Mm -hmm. and 10 or 15 minutes later, you start having those symptoms. The other big group is foods. And we know that there are certain, uh, you know, common allergic foods. So there's some foods that are much more common. So they're things like nuts, Mm. both peanuts and tree nuts, the shellfish family, then in the, often in children, we see egg, milk, um, and then things that are increasingly interestingly have been things like sesame seed, wheat, soya. So those are some of the common foods. And often people will know that they are allergic to those yes. foods or have been exposed to them. Yeah, we, We've seen people when they get to restaurants, they're very specific. Does this contain nuts? Does this contain shellfish? Uh, and, and if you don't really know why it's so important for them to be so pedantic about it, it's because maybe you haven't experienced someone having an anaphylaxis attack. Uh, what does that usually look like? And how do, how do we assist someone who is experiencing anaphylaxis? So that's the first thing. So there are two aspects to this. So, we, we, you know, the World Allergy Anaphylaxis campaign, the kind of tagline for it was be aware, be prepare, prepared and yeah. save lives. Sure. So the first thing, actually, what's interesting is that be aware 
this is a part of this campaign is to raise awareness to people not just that suffer. So, mm. you know, it might be like, you know, if you know about you're allergic to, you know, something like cashew nuts, you might then yeah. actually do all the preparations for it. But equally so, we want the general public to be aware of those symptoms and signs that I mentioned. You know, mm. so if you see somebody in a restaurant or outside that they could have been stung, that then collapses and is very red and has an itchy rash, you then are triggered in your own mind to know, hey, hang on a minute, this person can be uh, uh, having anaphylaxis. And then, you know, the first, so that's the first part, awareness. Then the second part is the preparation. So what we like to do is people that have had any kind of event like this uh, in the past, we really want them to get assessed and to get diagnosed. So we, if you have a, a trigger like a cashew nut or a peanut, then you get assessed and you realize that that is the food trigger. Because what happens then is we encourage all of our patients like that to get medical alert bracelets, something um, that is on their body, should they collapse, that somebody that found them would be able to quickly look and see, oh, this person is allergic to peanuts. But furthermore, we also encourage everybody to carry with them that has anaphylaxis, to carry with them adrenaline. Mm. And usually this comes in the form of what we call an adrenaline auto-injector. So the commonest one we have around is something called an EpiPen, and people can carry these in their bags, on in, you know, in their pockets, and we actually want people with anaphylaxis to carry this around them. And often, for people in the general public, what you'll notice is people also on their medical alert bracelets will yeah. say, allergy to peanuts carries oh, adrenaline wow. auto-injector. Now, what sure. that means is that they have it somewhere with them. Mm. And this is very useful if you're the first responder, because you can see this, you've got a person that's collapsed, and you can immediately start looking for their adrenaline. Is it in their bag? Is it in their pants? Is it with a friend? And actually what we've shown for adrenaline is the earlier you give it in anaphylaxis, the more likely you are to save lives. Yeah. In fact, there has not been a death of anaphylaxis with adrenaline administered sure. within the first five to ten minutes. Wow. So that's so, so, so the, the main thing is that unfortunately every year we do see fatalities from mm -hmm. anaphylaxis. But these can really be pre prevented. And I think that's the whole emphasis of this campaign. That's powerful stuff. That is powerful stuff. So the best thing to do is to be prepared if you know that this is something that uh, is triggered um, by certain foods or, or certain you know uh, things in the environment. Be prepared. And of course, those around you as well, knowledge is power. If I see someone struggling with that, I now know that I can assist them as well, which is the most important part. Can it be prevented though, anaphylaxis? So that's a very good, interesting question. So on the whole, we don't yet know how to prevent uh, patients with allergies, yeah. uh, severe allergies, preventing them from having anaphylaxis. We are, there's a whole huge body of research that is ongoing to try to understand uh, what causes allergies and what causes severe allergies and how exactly, as you're saying, how do we prevent that? So, you know, strategies of how people are introduced to allergenic foods in early life, these are ongoing areas of research which potentially will change it. Similarly, we also have mechanisms like immunotherapy, which we can sometimes employ effectively to prevent people from having these severe reactions. Mm. So that's another body of kind of specialist allergy care that we look. And that, that's to, the aim of that is to try to take somebody 
that's exceptionally allergic and has anaphylaxis on, say, a peanut exposure to being able to maybe tolerate an accidental exposure to a peanut without having anaphylaxis. So those are kind of more advanced treatments. But to say that we can prevent it yet, unfortunately, no. Mm. Uh, And and it's, it's rather that we need to be aware and prevent death from anaphylaxis. So that's what we're interested in. You know what I mean? Is that is that we can not necessarily stop it from happening, but we can prevent any bad outcomes from occurring with it. Well, this year's campaign was focused and is focused specifically on educating people about anaphylaxis. I think that in our small way, we've certainly done that. But Prof, any last words before we say goodbye? No, I think think the the awareness is that, you know, the key message is that you just, you know, like look out, look yeah. out for those cases and then, you know, carry adrenaline, 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 saves lives, really does. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, uh, Professor Jonathan Peter. You've been absolutely amazing. Hopefully we've saved lives and empowered those who might see it happening around them to help save a life as well. You have been absolutely incredible today and hopefully we can catch up again some, somewhere down the road. Look forward to it. Thanks for chatting. It is a pleasure. There we go. Professor Jonathan Peter uh, talking to us today about life-threatening allergic reaction anaphylaxis that was under the spotlight. World Allergy, Allergy Week rather, uh, is highlighted between the 13th and the 19th of June. Uh, the focus of uh, anaphylaxic risks, treatment and prevention. The message we tried to drive home today was the quicker anaphylaxis is treated, the better. And I certainly hope that it helped. Feel it for more. For more, tune in to goodhopefm.co.za. It's all you need.